So welcome back to Strange Stories with the Seeker and the Skeptic. Today we have with us Lady Gwendolyn. She is a Virgo and a high priestess of the Rowan Temple of Light and a shadow witch. She works with spirit, divination tools, energy healing to help others process through shadow work. And she also works in the Akashic Records. Jonathan and I had the privilege of meeting Lady Gwendolyn this September at the Flatwoods Monster Convention where she was doing readings. She did one for me, and I think Jonathan was, <laughs> I was not surprised, but I think he was surprised about how spot on you were with some of the things you were telling me, things I needed to work on. Definitely the cards were calling me out, which, you know, we need that wake up call. <laughs> they do what they do. <laughs> they sure do. They don't, you know, don't hold any punches. They they speak the truth. So. Mm-hmm. So when we were there, we, you know, we approached Lady Gwendolyn and said we would love to have her on the podcast. So very excited to have you. Thank you so much for doing this with us today. It It is a great honor. I do appreciate it. I, I loved your, your energy being in person with you. We had so much fun chatting. Yeah. It was great. So yes, it's yeah. an honor. Thank you. Yeah. And you had a really cool deck. I loved it was West Virginia specific. Yes. Deck, right? Yes. I do have that with me. So, you know, yeah. I, I can use that if if you uh want want that. Yeah. And um there awesome. was there was a vendor there selling cryptid deck. Now the cryptids that I had was really tiny, mm-hmm. but this is a full on cryptid deck and it is just amazing. Oh, so, cool. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about like your spiritual path and how you got started. Well, back in the day. <laughs> so so I th- we were we were laughing. I realized that I started my path 20 years ago in the paranormal field. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's been 20 years. Um, but whenever I got with the team that I was with at the time. I was just drawn in and once I, my role as an investigator was also primarily a researcher. I love the history. Like, Oh, give me a good juicy story. Like I get cold chills right now talking about it, but I love getting deep in the stories and, and just figuring out is the story that they're telling real or did this actually happen? You know, what's, what's right and what's wrong. And um, I found that once I started researching, my gifts came alive. And that's whenever I started sensing the spirits more and like hearing what they had to say. Um, it started out actually by me being extremely sick going into locations, and that can happen to you, you know, as a paranormal investigator, once your <laughs> sensitivities open up to that energies, it can make you physically ill. The, the spirit doesn't necessarily have to be a negative energetic field or entity, but just that wakening up like we go through spiritual awakenings I'm I kind of have a feeling that you went through a spiritual awakening not too long ago um but when we go through that our whole body reacts to it why because our body is 
acclimating to that new level. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> and, and I stayed in, in paranormal for a while. And I'm like, I, I don't really have anybody to ghost hunt with anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, it happened. So I, be, I became a consultant and searching, still staying the researcher, mm-hmm. um, but helping people find teams that would come in and work with them, you mm-hmm. know, and being that finder. Um, and now I just go to events just so that I can get a little taste of it to kind of curb that, you know, but that's missing in my life. That little bit of paranormal that's missing in my life. <laughs> I love it. I, I think I, we haven't done any investigations or anything like that, but I think if I were to do that, I would be on, I would want to be on the side of research. I just really yeah. love like investigating the history trying to understand like the reason like why would a spirit continue to linger like what happened you know what I mean like I think those things are really fascinating so that's really cool that that was that was your your side of things yes uh I mean I've had some wonderful experiences Un- unfortunately when people talk about the paranormal or the strange and unusual they always go toward the darker stuff mm-hmm. they want to know the fearful and it's like but I don't have those I have more beautiful like <laughs> look at one story that sticks out and um I, I don't know if the other people that was on the team had the same experience or not, but what stuck out with me is there was um, a husband and wife that passed away um, on different years, but they could not seem to find each other in the afterlife. The wife was a professional dancer and taught dance. And, um, but I I can't remember what the husband did, but in their bedroom, uh, I found music from their time that, that she would have really gotten into, but they would have danced together too. And I played it and you see a ball of light come out from both sides of the room and then kind of join together like I'm seeing your face and like I know I know but they just come together and then they danced together around the room and then they eventually just glided off out the window together and it's to me that's a beautiful experience like we were able to bring two spirits together so that they could pass on together like they were waiting for each other Uh so that's my beautiful story. <laughs> it really, I mean, that really is the most beautiful ghost story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I love that. a happy romantic ending. I love I that. know. And you never hear those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, we haven't been doing this podcast for super long, but we have probably 15 or 16 interviews under our belt at this point in time. Yeah. And... I feel like, Jonathan, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We've only had one story where it was kind of like a negative presence. You know, most of it is just neutral or, you know, you know, it doesn't have like this dark energy. It's just 
a spirit that's trapped or you know stuck here and i am hugely against instigating okay yeah because when during paranormal investigations i am sorry but if that was my relative i don't want someone talking like that to them you know what what you mean by that okay so in some paranormal shows um they will some investigators i am not naming any names Mm -hmm. um but they will antagonize and push buttons call names yes exactly i I know what you're talking about and and if you'll notice those go one of two ways that i've seen either nothing happens at all or, or something, physical arm. or something ne- negative happens, and that's yeah. one of those situations where a lot of people, in my opinion, I mean, you, you're going to see what you're going to see or not. Like the, you, you can't make something there that's not there. Yeah. Uh, and and there are people who try to do that, and they're charlatans, and and they make give everybody else the bad name, and we don't like those guys. But, exactly. Um, you're going to see what's there, and the reason why most of the people that you talk to don't have negative experiences unless they do something like that is that. For the vast majority, there's not an intention one way or another with what the kind of stuff you're talking about, the energy or whatever you want to call it. It exists and it just is there. And so whatever you put into it, that's what you're going to get out of it. Well, that's like a poltergeist. You don't create a poltergeist without a lot of negative energy. And sorry, I don't know (laughs) a lot about different, you know, specters and stuff like that. But I mean, they usually manifest in homes where couples are ex- in fighting all the time. And there's a lot of negative energy there. So that just builds and builds and builds until next thing you know, you got cabinet doors flying open and chairs sliding across the room. And, uh, and, and it's just the negative energy that we put into it. So if you're keeping your home comfortable and at peace chances are you having any issues are slim to none yeah that makes a lot of sense so in your opinion poltergeists are a created entity they're not a spirit that's passed on okay yeah 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 that's a that's exactly what i would classify it as would would you say that that would be more something that would be attached more to a person than something that would would be attached to a place or yes okay yeah uh because you're you're manifesting it if it's kind of like your own fear coming to life because if you are down on yourself and you are constantly drawing that negative energy to you, it's going to manifest in a certain way. And then bad things are going to start happening to mm-hmm. you and around you. And it's just, yeah, it gets bad. Sometimes, sometimes it's literal. Yeah. Gotcha. Is that something that you have experienced in your life? Like people I have around seen, you? I have seen some situations that that has occurred. Yeah. And they needed a lot of psychological help to get out of that mind frame because psychology and paranormal go together like a glove. Yeah. And you you really can't have one without the other. You have to have some sort of base of knowledge, you know. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, not only that, but to understand, you know, if some spirits have um, done things in in their lifetime and that they're still harboring that, how do you help them? I'm more, and this is where I different a little bit. I'm more in the business of investigating in order to help the spirits pass on than I am to go in there and, you know, just find out, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to go in with a purpose. Yeah. yeah. To help. I'm a helper. Yeah. I'm a helper. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And our episode actually it's coming it came out today that we're recording this okay. but um it's a great story of like a person who helped the she moved into a new house and there was a spirit there and she helped her pass on, you know, through a ritual that she did. And I love that so much because it, it isn't just like the energy is just getting stuck there and trapped there, right? Yeah. Like we're we're doing something to help this energy complete its cycle mm-hmm. you know and I, I I like I like that that's your approach to it as well like yeah. that you're a helper <laughs> yeah like like I I put it as you know I, I keep throwing it up as my grandmother but if it was my grandmother that was stuck somewhere I would want to help her move on yeah you know I wouldn't want her being stuck there so I'm sure that you know our you know, if we knew our ancestors were stuck, we would be like, come on, let me pull you through. Let's do this, you know. So, yeah, that's that's my theory. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, One of the things that you shared with us is that you are a shadow witch and you do shadow work with people. So tell us about that. Okay, so getting to the energy work side of my mini hats. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I'm referring to it. All the mini hats that I wear um, is helping people with traumas. Now, today is Tuesday. This is Trauma and Tarot Tuesday. So it's hashtag Trauma and Tarot. And what I do is I draw three cards. And whatever those three cards, that is the um, situation that we are processing through for the week. I also throw up on my social media on Sundays shadow work prompts to kind of help people do it. But I, I, again, I say it, I am not a therapist. I am just someone who is not afraid to walk in those shadows and that has went through their own trauma to help guide others. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also go into like a meditative state and that's where the Akashic Records comes in and and pull that out as well. So we dig deep. There's a lot of crying and a lot of tears, but we always feel better afterwards. And then um, once we have those releases, that's whenever I get started on my energy work because Mm -hmm. I do Reiki and access bars and some crystals and sound healing. I like have a vast modalities, you know, under my belt that I use. Um, but nobody should ever walk out of here feeling heavier burdens. 
than when they came in. So, but um, I can give you an example of trauma and terror real quick with my. Oh, okay. That would be great. Okay. And they're already starting. You know, well, for funsies, you did mention mention the West Virginia tarot deck. I can use that one. Okay. Then it would get really comical. <laughs> oh, I used them. Sorry, I was at an event over the weekend, and I still have not unpacked. You're good. No worries. <clears throat> All right. So West Virginia Tarot deck. Also, Mothman. <laughs> awesome. And this is the original deck. The creator has uh tweaked it quite a few times since this deck. So I gotta rebuy it and and use this as a collector's edition. <laughs> All right. Three card trauma and tarot. The first card up is the Two of Swords. I don't know how you can, if you can see that. But um, the Two of Swords is represented by traffic cones. Um, So these are the obstacles, but there are two obstacles pulling you in two different directions. So think on on this situation where you have been pulled in two different directions. Um, the seven of wands. Now, this is something that you were very passionate about. You were very excited about. You had everything lined up and it was ready to go. But again, your tour, both situations seem like they are a blessing. So what did you do? Three of pentacles. You got creative and I feel like you were able to make it work, but mm. okay, I went ahead and pulled a fourth card, the six of swords. So back to those roadblocks. If you, if you, I feel like you tried to pull both sides together and it did not work and it caused more harm than good. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So if you were looking at a situation and tried to pull two sides, both of them look good. This could also have been jobs that were both financially secured, um, but you tried to do two of them. You tried to do one as your main, one as a side hustle, and it just destroyed you tried to get creative to make them both work and everything just fell apart. So that's a trauma situation in your life that you, you had to face. How did you pick yourself up from that? And that is what you would work on. Well, that sounds like the beginning of 2023 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, really? No, I was in a 
you know, doing, I'm a therapist, so I don't know. We haven't talked about that, but I do holistic therapy and I try, uh, we're very much on a similar page in what we do with Reiki, the Akashic Records, doing trauma work through energetic memes. Absolutely. So I think that's one of the reasons, like, we were so drawn to to each other. Um, But yeah, like the beginning until the end of July, I was, you know, working my part-time business of my private practice, moving here to Virginia and working a hospice job and... (sighs) My life fell apart for a while. It was too much. Yeah. Too much, too overwhelming. And yeah, I'd see that. Yeah. Did any of that resonate with you, Jonathan? Yeah, for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly what you dealt with for the first six months of this year. And you made a a different choice and you you are happier all the time now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's true. Very true. I love it. We are. Jonathan is starting to get more into tarot. He bought his first deck the other day and first Oracle deck. So we're, we're learning, we're reading books. Um, But I think what we love, well, I don't want to speak for him, but what I love about tarot is just like how the symbols can just open things up for deeper understanding and just to tell that story, just like Mm -hmm. you did. You pulled four or five cards and you could tell an entire story with that that can really yeah. help people like go in deeper to do that healing work yeah yeah it in as long as it resonates with one person mm-hmm. if it reaches one person and, and and those are the days and if i get one comment i don't i don't care but that says what you do is important. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's my whole thing with, with my tarot and my shadow work is um, don't give up. It's worth it. Yeah. And that's kind of not my hashtag, but that's kind of my motto. Don't, mm-hmm. don't give up. It's worth it. And that's, that's what I teach the kid. Don't give up. Yeah. Um, it's a good powerful lesson for sure yes uh, okay <laughs> awesome well i did um set my bone set out if you wanted a reading jonathan that was uh, awesome i'm i'm in for sure <laughs> yeah tell us tell us about all of that your bone set how okay. you read them yeah Okay, so I will show you my map that I created first. It is a pentacle. Each section of the pentacle is a different color representing uh, spirit, earth, air, fire, water. And in the center portion is a representation of self. And... um, so depending on what lands where is what it means for that area. I put this bone set together. Now you can go to different shops and buy your own bone set. But I feel like if you are making your own divination set, then you are more connected to it than anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and it just, it just helps it flow better. 
So I, for bones, I use chicken bones, you know, rotisserie chicken that you can get at Walmart. Um, But five little bones, uh, five for each point in the pinnacle, Um, a skeleton key to represent opening doorways, a piece of dice. Now, numerically, it only goes up to six. Don't really need more than six to kind of get an idea of what it means um also from the chicken two little pieces of vertebrae they represent strength so wherever they land is where there's a lot of strength there pay attention to that area um a piece of citrine citrine represents money finances Happiness, bringing that love, um, I wouldn't say love, but that power, that sunshine, that light back into your life. Um, A little bunny rabbit that represents things moving quickly. A uh, leaf that represents harvest or uh, reaping what you've sown, fall time, um, Thanksgiving things like that, a pinnacle representing home, a little skull bead representing ancestors or spirit, and then the one that I like to say last because people cringe, it's a moldavite bead, Hmm. and if you know anything about crystals, moldavite is the one, and no, that's not the last one, made a liar out of me. (laughs) <laughs> um, I have a, like a little athame, which is kind of a representative of a, of a site, just kind of cutting things out. But anyway, mm-hmm. the Moldavite is um, <sighs> major transformation. Mm-hmm. It's, you cannot change it. You can't do anything to slow it down. It's coming. It's hard, fast, and it's going to blow everything out of the water. Okay, so um, as I shake them up, anything that lands outside of this circle is null and void. You do not count that. Um, So that kind of helps out a little bit. All right, so the only thing we had that landed outside was one bone. Um, Everything seems to be landing in home and desire area, the red and the green. Um, This means that the things that you are doing to maintain your home and your lifestyle, this is where we're focusing at. Um, Okay. Mm, So the key is there. So it's opening up doorways. And the spirit, the little spirit bead is right there with it. So what you're doing with this podcast and reaching out and, and talking about spirit and stuff like that, that is so obvious here. I I find that funny. Um, None of the bones are crossing, which is a good thing. I'm going to go ahead and kind of remove them what your strength is because the vertebrae is right next to the moldavite and they are in your passions so keep following that um 
I feel like things are going to be moving forward rather quickly. So hang on. The rabbit is right next to the leaf by that vertebrae and moldavite. So all of that energy consumed right there in your passions is the like a freight train moving forward. Like you're, you're not going to be able to slow it down, nor would you want to because the citrine is right there. So financially it's going to, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Trajectory. Good. <laughs> um, another place. So off of that. Is the uh, spirit area. So in the spirit area is another vertebrae and the pinnacle. So it, it seems like you've found your home, your niche. This is where you're comfortable at. And the dice landed on five. Five represents changes. So I feel like you're stable. So there's not really a whole not need for changes I feel like that five is actually a representation of the next five months mm, okay. so hold on <laughs> because it looks like it is going to be a wild ride so there you go I'm I'm excited first of all but I want to hear Jonathan's reaction because it's yes. not about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that all seems overwhelmingly positive, uh, which is you know, always welcome for sure. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff there. Uh, there's there's you know we're, we are doing the podcast thing, um, and there are a couple things that we that I we are looking at that I'm looking at for the near future. Uh, some of which I can talk with people about, some of which I'm not ready to talk with people about. That right. I'm hoping will allow me to get rid of my day job and go into more of a creative way of making money and, and being less miserable. Um, I have a, I have a decent job that, that pays okay. And it's not a bad job by any stretch of the imagination, but it is not, uh, it does not make me happy at all. Right. Uh, like I, I, I clock in on somebody else's time and I just, it just, I feel like I've wasted a day and that's not a great feeling, especially I'm 42. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not 23, and you know it 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 matters more in your 40s than it did in your 20s. I mean, it mattered then too, but you know what I mean. Um, one of the things the, the things that I can talk about is I'm starting to do uh, copy editing, editing. You know, start doing that as like a you know, just do it as a sideline at first, and go into doing it more as a way of bringing in actual money, um, and. That's a, a big change from the things that I've been doing for sure. And, you know, it's a big step in, in certain direction. And it's also a step away from like the guarantee of a paycheck, you know? Yeah. So all that's very interesting. And everything you're saying kind of feels very interesting in that context. Mm -hmm. um, and then also the the other thing that, that we're looking at doing that we're not talking to people on recordings about yet um, that also still loops into this same stuff does seem to kind of, feel the same what do, what do you what do you think Brittany yep <laughs> all, all of that <laughs> no I to me like I mean and I believe in Jonathan so much and I know that he can make his dreams come true you know I just think it's so nice to like 
this has been the source of our conversations lately. You know what I mean? And so to have you come out with this kind of reading where it's like the energy looks favorable, you know, it just, it makes me excited for him. Um, yeah. So whenever I said, boy, those financials look, look stable. You were like, yes. yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's yes. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. And what's interesting y'all is, is, you know, we, we have met Gwendolyn, but we, we don't, you know, we're, we we don't yeah. speak. You know, she does not know that we're making these these plans or these choices. This yeah. is uh, this was a cold reading, yeah, completely cold. And uh, the the fact that all of that made sense to the kind of stuff we've been talking about and trying to do is super interesting to me for sure. Yeah. So well, thank, thank you, you very much for doing that. That was not what I expected. I've not uh, known someone to do bones in real life before. So that super yeah. cool to me. Thank you. Well, I I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm happy to do this for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Where did you learn this technique? <laughs> the bones. Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. I I saw people do them, but it was just like I wanted to be more things that make sense to me, things that yeah. I have around here. Um, the bones, of course, you know, I told you where I got them, but some of the, you know, other things like the, the leaf and the pinnacle, those are just pendants that I use whenever I'm making jewelry, yeah. but they have different representations and, and the gemstones, well, gemstones is a part of what I work with so I had to have them in there mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people kind of cringe a little bit whenever I talk about that moldavite but it's like you have to understand the uses of it and the power behind it you don't just start waving it around willy-nilly like a like a <laughs> like a magic wand and think things are going to change no you you got to do the work too you know that energy's there and it'll help you but you got to put the work in too so yeah it it was more and and it it makes it to to me it sounds a little selfish but yeah it's it's representations uh that i understand Mm -hmm. i can i can't read other people's tarot readings so so you know how um on social media some some readers will throw out their cards and be like, what do you see? And I'm like, I don't see nothing. <laughs> cards. I see cards. These are cards. Yeah. I see cards. That's it. Yeah. I, I don't see nothing. I can't read someone else's cards. Gotcha. I, I just, I, I can't. Um, it's what, how I do a reading initially um is i can i connect through someone's date of birth because i calculate it and get their life path number and then from there i kind of have a connection to that person and then all the information starts flowing and then I need kind of kind of need a question or some guidance otherwise you're just gonna hear everything that comes out of my mouth anything that comes so if I have a question I can be like okay I need it from this file and this file and this file 
Um, but otherwise, it, it just comes out like, like you just saw with the bone readings. And that's that's how it goes <laughs> that's that's pretty much how our, how our reading is and i don't know i kind of lost my train of thought i went blank there oh you're good um when you are doing readings are you receiving any messages or downloads from guides or is it really i'm just kind of like feeling into the energy and going based on what the tool is is showing me uh, well, okay, so life path number, and then I'm, if I'm using cards, then I will look at the cards, yeah, and to give me some sort of an idea of where to go, but at the same time, I also feel like I have a spirit or a guide or whoever over my shoulder, and let me tell you something, that gives you anxiety, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like being in school with a teacher standing over your shoulder whispering stuff and you're you better not have better not have cheat sheets and I'm like just, you know stop but just yeah getting that that download in helps figure out where things go in order okay put it that way so um like the full card the the first card in the deck it it represents new beginnings but it also can represent jumping into something and being completely foolish about it being completely naive so is it a good thing that you're doing it or you know is it something that you shouldn't be jumping into and then that's where you know my higher beings are telling me you know which way this direction should go okay so they're kind of just giving you a little bit more context with what you're saying information that makes a lot of sense do you have a favorite tarot card yes i do (laughs) can you tell us the queen of pentacles okay and I feel like she represents me the best mm-hmm. out of all of them because I do wear many hats. I'm not just clergy, a high priestess. I'm a, a psychic. I am an event coordinator. Um, I, I do like all these massive things and I can still organize them, make sure that the money is flowing where it needs to go. I got business handled. Just like the Queen of Pentacles. <laughs> so I'm not saying that to to to, but I'm just that's who I feel yeah, like yeah. I resonate with the most. And I love her. And anytime anybody gets a new deck, I'm like, show me the queen. <laughs> I don't care about what the rest yeah. of them look like. Like this one deck I've got, um, the pentacles are represented by the squirrel. So the queen awesome. is the queen is sitting there with a big pinnacle and there's a squirrel at her feet. And I'm like, yes, I love, I love it. My mind is total squir- squirrel energy. I love it. So, yeah. 
Well, I feel like that makes sense for you. You shared with us, like you have a, Vir- you're a Virgo in many different places in your chart and, you know, Virgo's earth energy, right? And yeah. those pentacles, you know, so that you're, you're embracing that queen earth energy. I love it. But I try not to act like it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm very much not look at yeah, me. Diva. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. so not bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it though. But, but no, I just, you know, she's she takes care of business. And mm-hmm. and I and I like that about her. She's very much a planner. And if I don't have plans and I don't have structure, then I am a complete mess. So yeah. I understand. <laughs> Got <Me> it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it can be hard, you know. I'm I feel again, I so much I resonate with so much of what you're sharing like I feel like I wear a lot of different hats I'm working on a lot of different projects she really you know? is <laughs> when you when you hustle like now is the time of hustle yeah so if if you are and and I think it's more you're talking about you're 42 I'm I'm 44 so once talking about when you get to your 40s like late 30s and 40s it's like all right nose to the grindstone what are we doing for the rest of our life yeah you know are are we living for someone else now or are we taking that control and you said um, kind of where i'm at you said queen of swords right no pentacles pentacles okay so i'm going through this as we talk uh the 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 deck that that i picked up my first tarot deck okay it's a little different it's actually a crowley thoth deck oh yes i have that deck too it's very interesting and the the, the, there's like a kind of a modernist version of art in this and i'm trying to find what counts as that in this deck because it's a little different Mm -hmm. and that's if i seem to be looking away that is the reason why okay (laughs) <laughs> and i'm not as familiar with that like i i have uh, i have over 40 different types of divination mm-hmm. so <laughs> i uh <coughs> yeah <laughs> so outside of tarot and doing the bone readings what are some of the other types that you do there is or- oracle. There is pendulum. There is the witch's runes. Um, is is that different? Very different from uh, like a like a like Kudark? regular room. Yes, very different. Oh, okay. What's um, the difference? If so, those in general, I'm have, sure there's a lot. But. The the food arc represent um, Norse letters mm-hmm. and and language. Um, the witches' runes are symbols that represent different things. Like I, I mentioned the scythe earlier, and that represents harvest and cutting things out. There is the three rings, which represent unity um, or wedding. Um, there are there's spiral. And it represents waves, so either ocean or travel. Things like that. Movement. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's uh, 13, I think, in in those in the in the witches rune set. Gotcha. And is that something you've been doing for a long time? 
Yeah, I made my own set of those. I mean, I looked, awesome. I studied the symbols, and then I made made my own set because I like. I am not artistic at all, <laughs> so it looks a little funny. But um, but I feel I'm very drawn to whenever you are creating your own things. That is, those are the ones that you should really work with the most because your energy and the energy of that is going to communicate a lot better. It's super interesting to me. I, I, I'm, I'm always curious about people's self-made things for sure. Um, mm -hmm. It means if it means more to you, then you're more likely to get results out of it. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, what, what little opinion I have, I, I try not to come to too many conclusions, but that does seem to be what people, when I talk to people, that's what people seem to be saying. So. Yeah. It is that that power is is amazing. Uh, it's just just like creating an, a piece of artwork, you know, the artist and the musicians out there. Any anytime you create, just like you all, you know, you take pride in what you create, and it's it comes out beautiful because it's what brings you passion and what you love. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, if you're putting your heart and soul into something, it's so much more meaningful, powerful, you know, than if you're just doing it to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, like photographers, if they, if they see through their lens, something beautiful, they will capture that beauty. Yeah. But if they, if they don't see beauty and they just, see something a little bit less desirable then the pictures just aren't going to turn out yeah it's just a picture at that point yeah you can tell, you can tell. yeah 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 <sighs> artistry is amazing <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> and i think it comes in a lot of different forms you know like you use a lot of creativity in the work that you do you know what i mean you might not be a physical artist or you're gonna you know draw the next masterpiece or paint the next masterpiece but it's like you're using art and creativity to me in, in the work that you do a lot of mine is cerebral and I think mm -hmm. that's primarily because I am a Virgo and so many aspects because I'm ruled by Mercury so yeah. the mind and communication is very prominent in my chart and if I don't have proper communication, you you all know, like I probably irritated the crap out of you messaging no. you guys. Um, Not even a little bit. That's just it's just something that's very important to me. I like having that you know communication and everybody being on the same page. Yeah, things work so much better that way. They sure do. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the Rowan Temple of Light and your work as a high priestess? Okay, so Rowan Temple of Light, or RTOL for short, um, started September 1st, 2017. And um, I actually started my clergy journey in 2014. I became a priestess with an online coven at the time. And from there in, let's see, 2014, when I joined, became priestess in 16, became a high priestess in, no, priestess in 14, high priestess in 16, 
started RTOL in 17, 2018, um, started really doing gatherings and rituals in and around um, Northern West Virginia. And um, actually had some gatherings throughout the, the Southern part of the state as well. Um, we were, we did rituals at um, Morgantown Pagan Pride at that point in time in 2018. Um, and then things were handed over to us. And in 2020, we started Central West Virginia Pagan Pride. So now Rowan Temple of Light has four events that we do throughout the year. We have grown. <laughs> we do have clergy um, throughout West Virginia. And um, we have we have a priest that lives in Macedonia. Um, oh, and I, cool. I have been on a journey with him. Um, we just celebrated his nine-year initiation from the time I initiated him till his high priesthood now. That has been nine years. So been a long journey and a lot of studying for him so it, it's been great awesome. but we um but we do events our our mission is community and uh sustainability and um we have one of our priestesses uh is our youth minister so at our events, she is in charge of doing projects and stuff like that with the kids. And we bring in keynote speakers such as authors. And um, we just announced for next year, our theme is Resurrecting Appalachian Magic. And it's going to be down in Braxton County, like not far from where I met you. Yeah. Awesome. And, and um, so it's going to be big and it's going to have some paranormal uh, tinge to it as well, because can't have Appalachia without a little paranormal. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so prevalent? Well, our our Appalachian Mountains are the oldest in like the world. It's, a, it's like we have like always been here. Like if you if you put Pangea together mm -hmm. and you look, the Appalachian Mountains are there. We've mm -hmm. just been separated from what we have here in the Highlands, like over in Scotland. So you know our our mountains have been separated, but it's still along the thing. So our roots go deep. Mm -hmm. Our roots go deep. So. We have some of the most amazing fossils here, too. So, you know, we know what was here. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, there are things that you hear in the mountains. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't hear nothing. <laughs> you didn't hear a baby cry. You didn't didn't hear your name being called. You just go right about your business and keep doing what you were doing. Mm -hmm. no. So you've had some of those experiences. Yes. And, yes. yes. Oh wow. Yes. The um the woods in the middle of the night are a 
around here are a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah uh, I've been we... in in the woods since I was a kid with my dad hunting. Like he mm-hmm. used to, um, him and his buddies used to coon hunt. And I would just walk around and wander. So, I'm a wild child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you said in your answers that you, you know, you believe in aliens, you believe in cryptids, and that you feel like they are here to teach us lessons. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so each each cryptid is known for something different. And I feel like what, because I'm such a mind person, I guess I look at them as psychological tools. Um, maybe you understand what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, be, okay, let's let's use the Mothman for example, because everyone mm-hmm. knows the Mothman. Yeah. Um. So. He, he is they they've said oh well he's an owl well owls are night messengers so i would think that he would be a representation of like watch your dreams what messages are you getting at night um do you you feel if you feel like you had a mothman sighting then you need to look at what's going on around you and what your dreams are showing at that point in time because that's something that is very important in your life right now and needs your full attention hmm. um, flatwoods monster braxy um for example, very, very elusive. Um, I don't, I don't feel Braxy as being negative in any way, but I would see. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I just feel feminine energy from Braxy, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like she's a representation of us not allowing ourselves to be who we are like because of the the metal mm-hmm. of the you know it's we need to break out of that shell that that door that we've built that shield that we built around us kind of needs to be broken a little bit so my examples (laughs) well it's a super interesting take on all of this and um so for you it's like they're kind of symbols or messengers to Mm -hmm. kind of deliver you know some guidance do you believe they're physical entities yes yes okay oh yes where do you think they're coming from i I also believe in other um, dimensions um, or and portals that they can mm-hmm. travel back and forth. Like, 
everybody has a job. Why doesn't cryptids have jobs too? Okay, I need to appear to this person on this day and this person on this day. Like, why the heck not, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they get they got to jump through portals just like Doctor Who <laughs> get, and get where they need to go. I know that I know how that sounds, but hopefully the right people are hearing that understand. Oh, yeah. No, I've said I've said that on this podcast already of like, I believe in other dimensions. And, you know, for me, I feel like that's the most plausible explanation of where's Bigfoot coming from? Where's, you know, Braxy coming from? Like, or any kind of alien, you know, like some other dimension that they just have figured out how to get through our veil you yeah. know yeah that makes sense to me a lot so like i have seen some things in the in the woods that uh definitely confirm that not all animals are the size that they're supposed to be <laughs> so if i've seen things that are that much bigger than what they're supposed to be i guarantee there are other things out there yeah so a very interesting perspective i really thank you for sharing that with us because it gives me things to, to think about and just i was kind gonna of say around. it's gonna make you think now it? it sure is <laughs> that's what we're here for that is what we're here for <laughs> to bend your mind a little bit <laughs> yes yes absolutely just keep questioning and thinking and putting the pieces together and mm -hmm. i mean we've fallen down a few rabbit holes but I regret nothing with it. Absolutely. <laughs> so definitely want you to plug yourself. So tell us all the things you have going on, where people can find you. We'll link all of your links in our, our show notes, but for give sure. us a rundown of are what you you're sure doing. Are you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> mm -hmm. I do. I do for okay. sure. <laughs> so um, my website is Lady Gwendolyn Healing. Um. And on there, you can find all about all my different types of healing that I do um, and, and how to book me. There is a tab on there to where you can um, get a reading with me on demand on the network that I work on. Um, and if you go that route, usually the first three minutes are free. So you three free minutes. That's not too bad. And then... Um, there are also links on there to the Rowan Temple of Light website that talks about all that we do over there. Um, as far as our shows that we do, and um, so right now, currently, I have started my show Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. is my time. I started cauldron readings whenever I made the comment, I've got over 40 different types of divination. They are all in the cauldron. Okay. So That's cool. Pops up and they say they want a reading. They throw me their birthday. Cause like I said, I tap in through the life path number. I pull a type out of the cauldron and go for it. I give them their reading. Um, 
this week, actually, uh, I got a new deck and I've talked to the, the cart company that did it and they gave me their full blessing. So I'm really excited to share that. You might, you might like it as, uh, the psychology of it, but it's going to be really interesting. This, this deck and the book and everything is great. Um, but then, so this is October through November and December through January. That's whenever my Rowan Temple of Light um, show comes out under the Rowan Tree, where we talk magic, we talk community, there we do spells together, um, things like that. Uh, in February, like mid-February, I will start season four of Divination Night. Now, that's whenever I don't do the readings, my guests do. And this is four, four years now of other psychics and readers coming on with me and showing off their skills. Because as you know, not everybody reads the same. Yeah. And so it's really exciting to explore somebody else and and their gifts and and give free readings at the same time and promote themselves so why the heck not right yeah so that and then after that i i go back to you know planning because we've got the yule ball coming up december 16th and then i'll start working on beltane in the hills that'll be in may um central west virginia pagan pride is August 10th of next year and the only event that, I, that we do that is online is Pagan Day of Prayer and that is March 25th of every year we go live and um, people in the community from different backgrounds offer a variety of prayers for our community or whatever's going on in the, in the world and and share in community that way. So that's pretty much what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very awesome. In a very long nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you're just, you're a doer, you know, and so you're doing all the things and you're spreading a whole lot of light and love out into the world and helping people just access deeper levels of healing. And I think it's beautiful and it's important. And so I thank you. I thank you for doing that work. I appreciate that. Thank you so very much. It's not very often that that you hear that. So that means so much to me. Thank you. Absolutely. This has been wonderful. I'm so glad that we were able to talk tonight. Thank you so much for doing both two readings for us today. Yeah, we really appreciate <laughs> it was that. Fun. It was fun. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else you want to share before we sign off? No, I am just beyond grateful and I'm, I'm glad we got everything worked out finally to where we could do this and, and definitely want to keep in touch with you guys. So absolutely. Yeah, for sure. We'll Uh, do do this again. You're, you're coming back to West Virginia at some point in time, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I'll find you then. Yeah. Love, I, I love West Virginia. I want to come to your uh, Pagan Pride event. You know, oh. I'm, I'm going to talk to him about Benny. I will send you all the information, darling. Please okay. do. Cool. Please do. We'll make some plans. All Absolutely. right. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. You take care and we'll we'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank y'all so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you have a strange story you want to share with us, email us at seekerandskeptic at gmail.com. We look forward to talking to you soon. 